And now, Jalen and Jacoby on ESPN Radio. Where the fuck is Worry about my posse getting jumped. Cause if we ever do, yo TV, pop the trunk. Cause we make a pop the trunk and hit the sweet. Now act stupid, I'll pop the trunk. <laughs> give me your Happy Friday, everybody. In for Jalen Rose, we have the honor of having Ryan Hollins here. Thank you so much for doing the show again, Ryan. This is What's the up, part bro? where you talk. This is the part where you talk. But, oh, I thought, you, I thought were you had something else to teeth. say. You were getting the cheese out of your teeth. <laughs> Taking you behind the curtain, Ryan Hollins ordered two grilled cheese sandwiches. Two, what? which is weird. Two at a time is weird. What? They and were, decided to start eating them right when we're doing the show. They were supposed to have ham in them. But I'm not complaining because Multiple, though, who gets two sandwiches? Two sandwiches. I'm a big guy. You are. A I'm big a seven guy. foot How do you guy. Stay so skinny. I'm yep. taller two than two people. At a time. It's impressive. <laughs> Yesterday on the show, Jen and I talked about James Harden. Do you know what we talked about? Him about? missing 22 straight threes. He missed 22 straight threes. Didn't miss 22 threes last night. Nope. Last night, James Harden up against the Heat. They were down big. James Harden scored 34 points in the second half. Finished with 58 points and 10 assists. It is his seventh career game with 50 points and 10 assists. How can someone go from missing 22 threes to scoring 58 points in the NBA? Like, How does that happen? As a shooter, you always believe. And as he missed 22 or 23 straight three-point shots, he always had in his mind that he was going to make the next shot. And a guy like James Harden, he actually believes that. So when he goes off the next night for 58 after his span of, what what was it, 28, 29 straight 30-point games, Mm -hmm. he has believed every shot is going in. And that's why the shots are dropping. Now, obviously, James Harden puts in work. He does. He gets in early. He stays late. He does all the little things, all the greats that I've known. Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, Dirk Nowitzki, those guys were there early after putting in tireless hours and efforts into their shooting. James Harden is no different. So he got back in the lab, put in the work, and knocked down shots. He articulated pretty much exactly that when he was asked about it after the game. Let's listen to James. I wanted to be aggressive and continue to attack the basketball, attack the rim, uh, take my shots when I had uh, opportunities. And I don't, I don't worry about missing shots or making shots. I worry about taking the shots that you know I work on, and they're going to go in eventually. You know, So whether I shoot two, two for 30 or... 15, 16 for 30. I mean, those shots are going to get shot. <laughs> I love he said, take the shots that I work on, and we showed him shooting for like 35, <laughs> 35 feet. feet. <laughs> <laughs> like, Those are the shots that I work on. So what's interesting about the Rockets, remember how slow they started this season? Mm-hmm. And then we all kind of doubted them. We're like, oh, they, they lost a reason. Bob Mute, their defense has definitely taken a step backwards from the last season to this season. But this is the first time they've really, truly been at full strength. They've got Capella back. They've got Schumpert. They've got Paul. They've got Harden. They've got their team now. Are they a threat to the Warriors in the Western Conference? Of course they're a threat. Uh, anytime you have a team that had been there before, had challenged the Warriors, mm-hmm. you're going to be a threat. And if you look at the Western Conference, if you look at the playoffs, even more so, you went in the playoffs with star power. Why? Everybody knows your plays. Everybody knows your sets. Everybody knows your tendencies. I would say there's a scouting report, but now there's iPads with information. I mean, you you, you get get somebody's birthday, their favorite food, where they're going to be on the court. You get anything you want to get, everything you want to get. So now when star power takes over, you need a guy who can go out and create his own shot. Well, who is James Harden? James Harden 
is by far the best player in the NBA at at least creating his own shot and making things happen. Playmaking. Not just creating his own shot, but giving other people wide open looks. If he does it. Like it's either a lob for Capella or it's a wide open three for someone like PJ Tucker. So if you're going to talk about Golden State, who he had beat already, and they also beat without James Harden this Mm -hmm. year, Mm -hmm. the Rockets are a serious threat to Golden State. Okay. Now, this naturally transitioned to the MVP debate. Because right now, as we get to this point in the season, there's no longer, it's no longer, hey, maybe Paul George or, you know, maybe LeBron or whatever. Like, right <laughs> now, it is either Giannis or James Harden. For you, is it Giannis or James Harden in the MVP? Listen. Listen up. Listen up, Jalen. Okay. Listen up. Okay. I don't want to hear this garbage. And I'm going to call it garbage. About Giannis Antetokounmpo being the MVP of the NBA. When you have a guy like James Harden who is literally breaking history, he's doing something, my man, we have never seen I'm before. I'm sure I could pull some stats about Giannis that say, oh, well, no one's had oh, no. this many dunks oh, in a season oh, no. or something. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, 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 oh. Guess what? I've seen Anthony Davis do it. I've seen Kevin Garnett do it. I've seen guys stat stuff. I've seen guys win in the NBA. But James Harden is doing something you may never see again. Will Chamberlain put up record numbers finger rolling over guys. And James Harden shooting three-point step backs. And not just that, his impact on the game. He's been the one sole consistency in Houston. I don't know how it's not James Harden. Okay, here's here's how it works, though. You know how it works. Talk it's not me. always the best player in the league. You know, the best player in the league is LeBron James, okay? But he's True. not going to be the MVP. He's True. the most valuable player. It's, it's a little bit of a politics thing, mm. and it's a media thing. Remember... They always want to give it to the new guy. Like they're like, all right, we gave it to we gave it to James last year. He finally got his. Now it's time for Giannis. You know how this works. If you were going to bet, I know you think that James Harden is the MVP, but if you were going to bet on who is the MVP, you would bet on Giannis, wouldn't you? I almost, I almost, I almost, I almost tilted my head a little bit when he when he when he, when he laid some eggs, James Harden. When he broke the string, I said maybe it's over. And then what does he do? He breaks the internet with 58 points and 10 assists. He breaks history. So James Harden came back to let you know, I'm not going away. I'm not going away. And if you cannot look at that, by the way, the Miami team that they beat, they just beat mm-hmm. Golden State the other night. They mm-hmm. just beat Golden State. Barely so this was they this, accidentally beat Golden State. Oh, does that matter? There's no slouch. Well. One of the best teams in the East faced off with one of the best teams in the West. I'm talking about the Sixers against the Thunder. Now, keep in mind, the Sixers have not beaten the Thunder in 19 straight games. Oh, my gosh. 19 straight games. They haven't beaten the Thunder until last night. Tobias Harris had probably his best game as a Sixer. He put in 32 points. He's really fit in quickly, and he's fit in well. What about his game is such a good fit with the Sixers team? I want you to know one word. One word. What's that? Efficiency. Efficiency. This team had problems with who's going to be the leader, who's going to take shots, uh, uh, how are they going to fit, chemistry. Tobias Harris fixed all of the Sixers' problems because he does not need the ball in his hands no. to get his shot. He can play off the ball. In fact, he may be one of the best players outside of Clay Thompson of playing without the basketball in hand. And as you saw last night, when you look at the Sixers' roster – he may have the third or fourth best defender guarding him. You got Jimmy Butler. That's a good point. You got Ben Simmons. Obviously, Embiid wasn't in action that night, but one of those guys is going to have a favorable matchup. That's and then point. Tobias Harris, Mr. Efficiency, you know what he does well. Let me, I'm going to give you basic. If he's got a big slow guy on him, 
He's going to pop out to three, knock it down at three. And if he has a shorter guy on him, he's going to go down to the paint and post him up. Yeah. One thing about him is he can – the way – he can fit in with a new team because he's not like Joel Embiid. He doesn't need the ball, as you mentioned. Yep. You want me to be a catch-and-shoot guy? I'll be a catch-and-shoot yep. guy. Do you want me to take my man to the hole? I can do that too. Do you want me to post up? I can do that too. Just tell me what you want, coach. Tell me exactly what we need right now, and I will adjust to that, which is why I think he was such a good pickup for the Sixers. Do you think – the Sixers signed Tobias long-term. Do you think they signed Jimmy Butler long-term? Is this the Sixers moving forward? You know what I like to call these? These are rich people problems. <laughs> these are rich people problems. I got to pick between Tobias Harris and Jimmy Butler. I mean, they Butler. could sign them both in theory. Yeah, it wouldn't no, no. leave them with a lot of flexibility. They could. But now you got a good issue at hand. Who do I keep? Who stays? Is it one? Is it two? Is it both? Who is it going to be rather than none? Some teams are looking to acquire talent, and they already have them. If this was a free agency period, which is going to be, uh, you've got them in-house where you can do the best wooing, a la Paul George. Paul George could have left the Thunder and obviously was likely going to be a Laker. Mm -hmm. But guess what? Oklahoma City had the first crack at wooing him and showing him the ins and outs of Oklahoma City and giving him a vision. And it was so hard for him to leave that he didn't. Didn't leave. Well, we... We've talked about the Celtics problems a lot. Ooh. And the Raptors have like low-key kind of fallen off a little bit in the second half of the season. Would you pick the Sixers or the Bucks as a favorite to come out of the East? Sixers or the Bucks? Neither. Who are you picking? Neither. I still pick the Celtics. You're still picking the Celtics? I still pick Have the you Celtics. seen the Celtics play basketball in the last couple weeks? Not they bad. haven't, they're the only team in the NBA that hasn't won a game since the All-Star break. Okay. So I'm going to give you this. If we go down to playoff basketball, one thing I threw at you earlier, okay. matchups, stars, playmakers, stars, yep. finishers. I still think it comes down to the best closer in the game. When everything's even, when everything is, is mono, mono, one on one, even Kyrie Irving is still the best closer, finisher in the game. He's got a proven track record, and you still see him getting it done. Okay. Now, obviously, defensively, they have things they have to fix because that's what made the Boston Celtics special. It wasn't the scoring. It was the defense. And when you're going to put the ball in somebody's hands in a fourth quarter of the Eastern Conference Finals or a championship or a playoff, I'm giving the ball to Kyrie, You're my man. You're picking the Boston Celtics to come out of the Eastern Conference. I still pick the Boston Celtics. I mean, I Celtics. felt that way in October. I certainly felt that way in October, <laughs> maybe even in November. But as the season went on and they kept losing basketball games and then Kyrie talks about leaving, I am definitely not th- picking the Celtics they have to some... even make the conference finals. Well, They're going to be like the fifth seed. Who's a better closer? I don't see a better closer out there. Giannis. <laughs> MVP Giannis. Do you know who's not coming out of the Eastern Conference? Ooh. The New York Knicks. Ooh. My die easy Knicks. <laughs> We're on a win streak of two games. Last night they were up by nine at the end of the game with just like five minutes left. They, I think they scored like one point in the last five minutes. This possession here I love. Just bounces it off his own head, almost out of bounds. Fisdale's just like, I've had enough. Give me a timeout. They lost this game to the Cavs. Now, very quickly, I just want this. If you're a Knicks fan, do you want them to lose like this, or do you want this young core to experience some winning? Maybe if it hurts your lottery chances a little bit. You know what you want? Obviously, the losing helps with the picks, Mm -hmm. but you want your team to compete. And when I watch the New York Knicks, I have to take my hat off to Coach Fizdale. Why? Because even if they win or if they lose, they get after you. They play incredibly hard. 
And this is part of the learning pangs and the process of having young players on roster. On your roster, young players don't know how to finish games. They're inconsistent. They have never been in situations like this before. Kevin Knox is not a two-time NBA All-Star champion no. with a ball in his hands. No, he has to learn. So right now, he's learning valuable lessons of not just competing in games, but he's getting put in positions that he will see again. Keep in mind, Kobe Bryant airballed in the playoffs against Utah. Young guys hadn't been there before, so they have to see these situations in which they learn. Ryan Hollins, let's give the people what they want. If you're carrying revolving debt, that means you're not paying off your credit card every month. You could be paying thousands in interest every year that you really don't have to. With Lending Club, you can consolidate your debt and pay off credit cards with just one fixed monthly payment. Make it simple. Make it easy. Since 2000, Lending Club has helped millions of people regain control of their finances with affordable fixed-rate personal loans. No trips to the bank. No high-interest credit cards. Just go to LendingClub.com. Tell them about yourself, how much you want to borrow, pick the terms that are right for you, and if you're approved, your loan is automatically deposited into your bank account in as little as just a few days. Lending Club is the number one peer-to-peer lending platform with over $35 billion in loans issued. Go to LendingClub.com slash J&J. Check your rate in minutes and borrow up to $40,000. That's LendingClub.com slash J&J. LendingClub.com slash J&J. All loans made by WebBank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. I'm glad you're here today because today we are celebrating Bryce Harper got paid. Oh, 13 years, $330 million deal to play baseball for the Phillies. What's interesting is his agent, Scott Forrest, famous agent. He said that he had average annual salary values of Upwards of $45 million, but decided to take the longest contract possible. A 13-year deal. This is the richest deal in the major sports in America. Here's what else Scott Boris had to say. What else did he It gets interesting. He said, quote, the goal was to get the longest contract possible. Bryce wanted one city for the rest of his career. That is what I was instructed to do. It is very difficult in this time to get a length of contract that takes a player to the age 37, 38, 39. So, Ryan, his agent is indicating that he could have made more annual money, but instead he wanted the longest deal possible. There's a part of me that says, why take $26, $28 million a year when you can get a shorter deal that pays you about $45 million a year? Jacoby, my brother, you got to understand, once again, these are rich people problems. (laughs) Yes, they are. But I love that Bryce Harper didn't get greedy. Bryce Harper also realizes if at age 38, 39, or 40, if it goes that long, if he wants to get fat and happy, a little lazy, the percentages fall, he's going to be all right. Take me behind the curtain. I am not a professional athlete. No one ever paid me to play sports, okay? If you just signed a 13-year deal, do you still try as hard as you did previously? He has to find incentive. He has to push himself. I don't know if it's a game of tic-tac-toe with, with with the opponents. I don't know if it's trash talk. I don't know what his motivation will be. But I tell you one thing, it's going to have to be different. Bryce Harper will have to find something that day in and day out pushes him. Some type of challenge for him to want to still be the best because he's guaranteed. He's set for life. So here's the thing. They've dedicated $330 million to this man. 
13 years, mm. they've, they're tied up money in Bryce Harper. But let's give you some stats real quick. Last April, he hit 241. In May of last year, 221. He hit 188 with two home runs in June. He had a few months where he was just a replacement player. Do you think the Philly will regret this long-term deal worth so much money? Well, at some point, of course, yeah. Because you're going to look at this guy over 13 years, and you're not going to see excellence every single day, every single ending. But these are months. In the month of June, he hit 188 with two home runs. And let's look at the last three seasons. Like, at the last three seasons, he's been pretty consistent, but consistently, like, all right. The hitting, like, under 250 is not... $330 $330 million worth. And this is three years. This is a, this is a large sample size. So, Jacoby, like we talked about earlier, this is why you take the bag. And you take the long-term bag. So you see because it, you're you going to disappear. You see it as the athlete. But like, I'm looking at it like, I don't, look, Bryce Harper is an excellent baseball player. I'm not saying he's not. But someone who hits 250, do you really want to give them 13 years worth of salary? Well, maybe not a smart move by the Phillies, but a great move from Bryce the Harper. Harper family? Sure, the, the Harper listen, family's winning. Listen, the Harper family is here's winning. Here's the expectations. All right, very quick. If you just signed a $330 million deal, what's the first thing you do? Oh, wow. What's the first thing you do? Wow. I think, I, you know, I'm a simple guy. Okay. When I signed my first NBA contract, I did the same things I did in college. I played it video. It wasn't worth $330 Listen, million. No, yeah. it wasn't. But I tell you, I played video games and I ate fast food. <laughs> Nothing changed. <laughs> Nothing changed. <laughs> well, someone else who just got a new deal. Oh, our former colleague Jason Witten. Jason Witten left the Monday Night Football oh. booth going back to play tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. The deal he signed is worth $3.5 million with incentives up to $5 million. Why do you think he's going back to the field? He didn't get out of the system. And for me, when I left the NBA, I didn't play. I didn't. I got to the point where it wasn't overseas, wasn't NBA. I will be sitting across from my man, Jacoby. I'm going to be permanently on the other side. Basketball is out my system. I don't have to compete. I don't need it. I don't watch games and go, that needs to be me out there. And there's something. Hit the brakes. Hit the brakes. You know you're playing in the big three. You know you're still a professional athlete, right? They pay you to do that. You're like, I'm going to permanently be on the other side. I'm going to the media. But you don't have it out of your system yet. You are playing competitive professional basketball right now. You're talking about how it's out of your system. It's not the same, though. It's not the same. What do you mean? I don't have don't to practice. Don't that. I don't have to practice the same. I don't regiment the same. I just had a grilled cheese sandwich. Okay? What extra cheese? Wait a second. Are you trying to tell me that big three athletes don't train like NBA athletes? I train just different. Life is different. Just different? It's different now. Different? Yeah, it's different. It changed. Tell me how big three is different than the NBA. Well, I have one game a week to prepare for. Okay. And instead of 82 games in a regular season, um, you know, I, I get to the gym when I want to. There's no scouting reports. No, no, uh, coach. <laughs> you know, sometimes no practice, sometimes no coach. Are there drug tests? Drug tests? Uh, no, I okay. don't, I don't believe. Okay. Okay. Neither okay. here nor there, okay. but uh, okay. I don't That's believe. Fair. That's fair. <laughs> well, a legend, Charles Barkley has been forced to go to court today and testify. Oh, He is testifying against a father and son, friends of his, close friends of his, mm. that have allegedly 
taken over $6 million of Charles Barkley's money that he was supposed to be investing into a company, and you'll never believe this, but they used some of that $6 million for personal expenses. Essentially, he has been frauded and swindled. So it seems like you hear this a lot with ex-athletes. Like, you, this is not unique to Charles Barkley. This happens over and over. Financial advisors taking millions of dollars from athletes, in, investment schemes, frauds. What is one of the shadiest investments that someone has tried to propose to you? Oh, wow. Okay, okay. I got one. So I had a good friend of mine that, well, I don't want to say a good friend, but friend. a friend, an associate, yeah. Yeah. that proposed, well, handed me a mixtape. Oh, okay. And mixtape. You know, they had an artist. And within their artist, they're telling me about how great the artist was okay. and how they could sing, they could rap, they could do everything, all the, everything, right? All the intangibles. And as I hear more and more, somehow I'm thrown into the equation as it goes on. It says, man, you know, when you when you put your money up and, and we invest here and then, you know, you get your contacts and your resources, we're going to be really big. This artist needs Ryan Hollins. That's what this artist needs. This artist is Ryan Hollins away from being the next Drake. Ryan Hollins away. And I start to realize as we talked more and more and the discussions got more in depth. That was more about me putting my money forth to the artist. <laughs> yes, yes. And there's no money in the artist already. So I started to slowly creep, 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 creep away. Just stop, but, stop answering texts. Yeah, it doesn't start like that. Did you ever like listen that. to the music? Uh, it was okay. okay. <laughs> it was okay. It was just potential. It was trash. Ryan, there are some big games in the NBA this weekend, and we are here to talk about them to get you ready. First, we start with a very important game with playoff implications. The Clippers play the Kings. Interesting. The Clippers are actually 3-0 against the Kings this season. One of these two teams could have the eighth seed if the Lakers do not. What do you think is the key to this game? Key to this game is pace. The one thing about the Kings that they do well, they play fast. They play fast and they shoot threes, rain, sleet, or snow, yes. even though it doesn't rain or, excuse me, it doesn't snow <laughs> in Sacramento. It, <laughs> it definitely rains. It definitely rains. But they are going to run. And if the Clippers control pace, and the one thing the Clippers do excellent is they don't just shoot any three point shot, they take the right three pointers. Mm-hmm. So yep. if the Clippers can control pace, Montrez Harrell is a monster in the paint, as always. They are going to own the Sacramento Kings. Do you think the Clippers want the eight seed? Yes, they 100% okay. do. Uh, I, I work with the team, a part of the broadcast for the Clippers, mm-hmm. and there is no doubt that they are going for the playoffs because the one thing is those young guys get playoff experience in which you can't substitute. And if they don't get this year's pick, they get next year's. Well, another team that wants that eighth seed in the Western Conference are the Los Angeles Lakers, headed by LeBron James, and they will play against Giannis and the Bucks. You brought up a very good point that we could get a Giannis-LeBron matchup in this one. Something tells me that LeBron's going to play a little defense if that's the case. When the money's on the line, historically, when LeBron has been counted out and everything looks like he don't got it, how's he going to play against this supposed this phony MVP, Giannis Antetokounmpo. <laughs> How's he going to do it? LeBron James is going to show up. And You're you will so see. mad about Giannis being the MVP because you mad. know it's going to happen. That's I what lo- it is. I, you listen, know it's going to happen. I love you know Giannis. Happen. I love his story. I love what he's done. He's just not the MVP. I'm sorry. He is the MVP. I'm sorry. Of the league. You will see that when they give out the awards. And the big game on ABC Saturday night. Everyone's tuning in to the Warriors and the Sixers. 
Is this a finals preview? This quite possibly could be a finals preview. Even though I think Boston is going to come out the East, I really, really like the Sixers. So it could be a reality that the Sixers could be in the finals. And the Golden State Warriors, guess what? I believe they show up and actually play some basketball. I think they will. After losing two games in Florida, I think that they will win this game on national television. Well, who doesn't party in Miami? They party. They, they enjoyed they Miami. Miami. They enjoyed they themselves. Did. They did. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for soft move or bust. You know how it works, Ryan. You've done the show before. So, you remember these, right? These jerseys. Love those. Classic. Dope, right? Yes. Now, I, this is probably the best jersey in the NBA right now, and the Nets were nice enough to hook me up with wow. one. Wow. But there's some controversy, Mr. Hollins. What is it? So the lining here, this pattern on the lining is inspired by a Kuji sweater, mm-hmm. which was popularized by rappers and namely Christopher Wallace, better known as Biggie Smalls. Yep. Shout out. Well, that inspiration has bothered the people at Kuji, and they are now suing the Nets over this jersey. Kuji suing the Nets over the lining of the jersey. Soft move or boss move? I think it's a boss move. Oh, okay. Because they know where it came from. The kid on the street, the blind man, everybody knows. And they're not just suing the Nets, they're suing the NBA and Nike. Well, if I'm Nike or the NBA... They're making enough money that it shouldn't be an issue to pay out or get their rights. And apparently somebody dropped the ball. But you know what I love about the NBA? The NBA stands for always make things right. No, it doesn't. It didn't rhyme. It didn't. That's what the NBA stands for. Wait, wait, wait. Hit the brakes. The NBA stands for always make things right? Always make things right. The league will fix this, and it will no longer be an issue. And if there's a check to be written, a settlement to be had, it'll be written. Where they messed up is they talked about the lining being inspired by Kuji, but didn't talk to Kuji about talking about being inspired by Kuji. They didn't have to say the word Kuji. Once you say Kuji, Kuji's like, hey, man, we got to get our money. So you play in the NBA for a long time, and you know there's certain appearances that you do when you're part of a franchise. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, Josh Jackson of the Suns, he signed up to go to a grocery store and do some autographs, mm-hmm. and that autograph signing was sponsored by Dosa Keys. What? Well, he didn't what? show up. Josh Jackson, and if you look at his Instagram account, it seems like he might have been celebrating someone's birthday at Fogo de Chao. Oh. So James oh. Jones, interim GM, finds out about this. And what does he do? That's that's him celebrating the birthday when he should be signing autographs. James Jones goes to the grocery store and buys everybody who's been waiting two hours to meet Josh Jackson, buys them all beer. Replacing one of your players with beer, soft move or boss move? Well, I'm going to say this is a boss move from James Jones. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily the beer, but the fact that he physically showed got in up. his car to go there. He, he got in his car. That. That's not what he planned on to doing To make that things evening. right. I, th- I thought so too. I, you know what? It's it's also. I'm glad you pointed that out. It's more just like getting in the car, driving mm-hmm. over, shaking the hands of everybody, yep. apologizing, thanking them for supporting the Suns. Like if I was waiting, first of all, I would never wait two hours for Josh Jackson's autograph. But if you did that, <laughs> oh god, no shots at Josh Jackson. I don't need a, your hand. I don't need your writing on a would piece you of wait paper for, for my, two hours. Would you wait two hours for me? No, no, I wouldn't. Huh. But it's. It's a boss move for James Jones. I love it. I love this too. I love this too. I love this too. Okay. This is my favorite story of the day. Now, Johnny Menzel has just, you know, been 
he's left the, the CFL. We'll call it that. He's left the CFL. And he is happily married to a woman named Bree TC. I hope I said her name right. TC Menzel. Now, Bree and one of her friends uh, named Chloe decided to run a half marathon for charity. Mm, nice. And it's, it was a great cause. I believe it was breast cancer. Uh. And they wore the pink outfits. I mean, they really wanted to run this marathon. There they are right there after the marathon celebrating the win with a little rosé in their pink. Good for them. We did drinking that after, after the, mar- the marathon. Oh, oh, yeah. I ran a marathon. You definitely drink after the marathon. So here's what happened, though. They ran the half marathon in just about two hours. But there's some controversy. They ran the last 6.7 miles in 26 minutes. What? So that's four-minute miles. What? If I were to run a mile right now, it would take about nine minutes. So you're trying yeah. to tell me that Bree sprinted for seven miles to finish this marathon, or, <laughs> as some people are suggesting, she may have taken a shortcut. <laughs> Taking a shortcut in a marathon for charity, soft move or boss move. It's a sauce move. You can't do this. You can't do. Listen, finish the marathon like everybody else. Okay. And if you are going to publicize it, you're going to go on Instagram. You're going to pump it up. You can't cheat the marathon. There's there's just something about finishing a goal, a task, of doing it. That's the only reason you want a marathon. I ran a marathon in L.A. The only reason I did it is just to say I did it. But I'm telling you, halfway through that thing, if you would have told me, like, you could just take a left right here and you're a mile from the finish line. I would seriously consider it. I would seriously did, okay. consider it. Did you tell anybody if you had done it? I wouldn't, would you, I wouldn't do that. But you have to tell. Okay. But if you cheat, you got to tell somebody, I didn't finish. You can't take the credit after you cheated. Maybe you say, hey, I tapped out. It wasn't. It was too much for me. I couldn't do it. Also, like. Do you know what's a, a bit of a soft move? Mm. The people that like did the research to even find out that she cheated in the first place. Like, who's checking up on other people's marathon times? You know what I mean? Like, like where are those people at? They need. They, where are they doing? She didn't seem too exhausted at the end. And- she, no, in those oh. pictures, she didn't even seem sweaty. Yeah, yeah. yeah so like, it, no big deal. Raise some just little concerns. All right. Shortly after the news of the Bryce Harper deal broke. Jake Arrieta, who's a Phillies pitcher, just sort of celebrated the signing <gasps> by putting up a video of himself sweeping the floor in his Speedos. Now, I don't think there's any direct correlation between sweeping the floor in your Speedos and signing Bryce Harper, but that's just his. That's how he expressed himself in the moment. Soft move or boss move? Soft move. Oh, it's it's a a boss move. Why? It's a boss move. You can't do it. It's you a boss move. It's completely absurd. It's hilarious. And he's got like... If you notice the Speedos, he's got like embroidered, like, golden dragons on there. Just owning that, just having that as part of your repertoire in your clothes, that's a boss move. If he wanted to find a reason to put that on, he could have found another reason. He didn't need no. to do that. Well, it's ESPN, so we have to talk about LeVar Ball. Oh. Mellow Ball did not make the McDonald's game, did not make Allen Iverson's round ball classic. There's some eligibility questions, whatever. So what does LeVar Ball do? He creates his own All-American game. The, the, <laughs> the Big Ballers All-American game is going to happen in Las Vegas, and he created it. The only person we know is going to be there right now is LaMelo Ball. But he will fill out the rosters and have his own game. Creating your own All-American game because you didn't make all other All-Americans. Soft move or boss move? 
This is a boss move. It always this is, a, is boss move. a boss move. I want to go against moves. LeVar, but hey. you cannot go against LeVar. It's like, oh, I'm not invited to your party. Guess what? I'm having a party. I guarantee more will watch this LeVar Ball, Big Baller Brand game. The stands will be packed. It will be a bigger event not true. than anything else. It will not be a bigger event than McDonald's All-American game. Yes, it will. You won't even watch. You're going to watch this game. How you, many JBL games did you go to? Were those stands packed? What's that the same? This is the LaMelo. LaMelo's the show. Come on, baby. Okay. Let me just get this straight, Mr. Holland. At least once a show, you say something absolutely ridiculous. You think that the big baller brand All-American game will be a bigger event than the McDonald's All-American game. I believe LeVar will get the best athletes from the McDonald's game and leave one player out, and they will all be at his game. There will be less than three McDonald's All-American games in that arena. All-American players in that arena. I don't believe it. Sometimes you say something so crazy that it doesn't even make sense, and that's a boss move, Ryan Holland. (laughs) Next, Lakeland Regional High School administrators have just told parents... That prom attendees, wait for this, are not allowed to have limos. What? Hmm. Now, they have some good reasons for this because they, they want it all to be equal, and I totally get that. But limos are a big part of your prom experience. The first time I ever got inside a limo was at prom. There oh! I am right there with the tux on. <laughs> That's my man Prentice, Pete Funk, first class. Oh! Right there in the limo. Ryan. You have facial hair. Yeah, I had a goatee back in the day. Because once you can grow a goatee, you do you, grow you a grow. goatee. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. It didn't really <laughs> fill out. It didn't fill out all the way. Banning limos from the prom soft move or boss move? Soft move. I, I, I cannot, but you cannot think of prom without thinking of a limo. Soft their, move. Their heart's in the right place. Like, I get what they're trying oh, to do. They don't want to make nah. people that can't afford a limo feel bad so or whatever. So you get in with your friend who can afford exactly. the limo. Could, yo, by the way, that was the jankiest limo I've ever been in. It was like, we could barely, six of us back there, we could barely fit. It was dirty. The guy wouldn't even drive around. It was a mess. It made me sad. Right. The Orlando Magic are now in the eighth spot Mm. in the Eastern Conference. They could be in the playoffs, and they are in that spot because they got a win last night against the best team in basketball. The Golden State Warriors came to town after losing that game to the Heat, and now they lost another one. Klay Thompson and Steph Curry missed a lot of shots. Now, they were without Kevin Durant, but they've won a lot of games without Kevin Durant when Steph Curry kind of goes off, and Steph Curry missed a lot of shots. They have now, low key in their last seven games, they're four and three, and against the spread, they are oh six and one. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm saying this. Huh? Are the Warriors vulnerable? Vulnerable? Is there a chance they could lose? Yeah, there's a chance. Is it realistic? Do percentages play in their factor with four, what, five all stars? Yes. So obviously, we can say. Uh, Boogie Cousins off of injury, Draymond Hurt, Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, a little older, Kevin Durant's free agency? Yeah. But in all likelihood, when it gets down to it, these are some of the greatest competitors that we have in the NBA still, collectively on the same team. And we've written off Clay Thompson for dead at times, as far as his shooting yep. slumps and woes. And what happens? He comes out of, he rises up and sets NBA records in the season. So, this is a team that gets very bored with basketball at times. This is a team with an all-star hangover. But no, my friend, you cannot write off the 
Golden State Warriors. Here's the thing that's still disturbing. Like coming mm. off a loss, you would expect them to beat the Magic. And not only that, is they only had 16 assists in this game as a team. This is not Warriors basketball. Like this pace and space that everyone else is trying to copy is moving the ball, finding the open man, making the right play. Only 16 assists for this team, especially with Durant out, just seems bad. Well, the one thing Steve Kerr has always been preaching, and you're telling the greatest shooters and scorers of all time, is to make the game simple. When the Warriors play simple basketball, defend, run, don't fast turn the break, ball over. It don't turn over. It yeah. opens up crazy opportunities for them. And when they don't do that, it becomes a problem. Not to mention the Orlando Magic are the best worst team in basketball. What the heck do I mean by that? They okay. have beat all of the best teams. If you look at their roster down the board, Terrence Ross, Aaron Gordon, Vucevic, who's his first-time All-Star. Mm-hmm. They have talent there that can beat anybody on any given night. But unfortunately, they don't show up on any given In night. In the month of February, the Magic are 8-3, and three, and they have the best defensive efficiency in the NBA. The Magic have turned it around. They turn around. They beat the Raptors in February. They beat the Warriors the best in February. Worst team. They're the best worst team. <laughs> I think they're the best worst team in the NBA. That makes sense. They beat the Bucks in oh, February. Come on. Like, you know what? It's time. They, it, they're my pick for the championship. You hear me, though? They're my no, pick for the no, championship. No, they cannot be a pick for the, the Warriors. They are inconsistent. They're my pick for the championship. The, they will, the Orlando Magic are winning the championship They will go this year. up. Remember three, when you heard it first. They'll go up 3-0 and then <laughs> lose the next they're gonna four. They're going to sweep the Warriors in the finals. That's exactly how it's going to go. Well, LeBron James. Mm. Familiar with his work? Yeah. Well, the Lakers have struggled a little bit of late, and... People have noticed that on certain plays, maybe LeBron James doesn't put 100% effort defensively. There has been a few plays like this one where he just kind of, you know, watches the proceedings. It, it seems a little disinterested. Not exactly hustling around the floor there. That's the man he's supposed to be covering who just up faked a, a help defender. Oh, so. Bron. Yeah, he's. Bron. He's, he, you know, if he tried to slap the ball there, like he's doing stuff. <laughs> But it's not exactly 100% effort on defense. And there he is just standing in the middle. So, yeah, yeah, well, now he's shaking his hand at his teammates. So, this has been brought to his attention. And in a very LeBron James way, when this was brought up to him, he responded. And here's what he had to say, quote, I mean, every team has the right if they want to single me out defensively. Come on with it. Hey, listen, come on with it. Every team has the right to be like, oh, bronze over there. Hey, just come on with it. We'll see what happens. Is LeBron James a defensive liability? He can be. This is in his DNA. I remember early in LeBron James' career, he would guard the worst player. In fact, I was very disgruntled when I looked over one game and LeBron James was guarding me on the floor. (laughs) I was very upset. (laughs) Don't you say it. Don't you say it. Nonetheless... LeBron James learned defense in Miami. And -hmm. now that he's a little older, he has to pick his spots and his moments. It takes a lot of effort to defend. Now, if they don't lose to the Grizzlies, we're probably never pulling these clips up. Some of these clips are absolutely embarrassing. Disrespectful to my man who knocked down a three-point shot. He's an NBA player, for goodness sake. Here's the thing about LeBron James. He plays over 100 games a year. Yes. For the past, like, seven years, he's played, like, 100 games. Like, 100 of them. He picks his spots. He knows it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. And you know what's a great time to not put 100% effort? Hmm. Defense. When you don't have the ball in your hands. Because <laughs> there's not a lot of offensive possessions where he just goes to the corner and stands there, especially with this Lakers roster. Well, check this out. This is something to look forward to. The Lakers play the Bucks, And if the Lakers start small again, you know who LeBron's going to be guarding. 
Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis Antetokounmpo. So if you want to know. MVP? No, he's not the MVP. <laughs> LeBron, show this man he's not the MVP. That is a really good point. We could have a Giannis and LeBron matchup. You're, if they start small with Rajon Rondo in the they starting lineup, Ingram, they you're going to see it. They can put Ingram on him. Oh, oh no, no, no. LeBron doesn't want those Giannis problems. LeBron doesn't want those Giannis problems. Ingram don't want those. No, not at all. Well, one thing about the Lakers that a lot of people aren't talking about during these struggles is they are not at full strength. They're still missing Lonzo Ball. And we all remember when he tweaked that ankle. It seemed pretty bad, but we were told four to six weeks. Well, it's kind of been four to six weeks. And now we're being told that next week he'll be evaluated again. How much do the Lakers miss Lonzo? They miss his defense, his playmaking, his minutes, his youth. Uh, I don't know if this is a personal thing there's just been some odd things going on behind the scenes with the Lakers and Lonzo and a certain LeVar before the trade line deadline was very outspoken uh about the coaching staff about the front office so this Lonzo Lakers scenario and reevaluation in a twisted ankle for this long amount of time uh there's just some things going on behind us. I don't know what it is. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna you, say I know. Suggest, what are you suggesting here, Mr. Just, Hollins? I don't know if he's hurt or not. I don't he's know if hurt. he's hurt. He's hurt. You think Lonzo Ball wouldn't be out there playing if he didn't want to be out there? Maybe playing? Maybe they don't want him playing. Oh, who knows? I don't know. Oh, I love, they think I love things doing are the just show getting, with you. You say something ridiculous things are at least once weird. a show. Now it's your second one of the day. This things is are great. getting weird with this Lonzo. Lonzo so, so now Lonzo Ball is not playing intentionally. He's what what Leonard did last year. I'm sure he wants to play. I'm sure he wants to, but I don't. Know if if Luke wants him to now. I don't know. You're the best. I don't know. You're the best. We hit you up on Twitter. We always say we give the people what they want, and the people sent us questions. I was afraid they wouldn't get to respond. You know what I mean? I didn't want you to get your feelings hurt. They did. Soft over boss move. The NBA. This is from Bravo. Soft over boss move. The NBA making this Dirk's retirement tour when he hasn't officially said he was retiring. Yeah, that it's a little awkward. Everyone would assume that he'd be retiring. Why? But he should. Have you seen? I mean, listen. Adam Silver said, "Dirk, we've watched you run. I'm hurting <laughs> as you run up and down the floor." He spoke for us. He said this after the Clipper game. He was like, "I had knee issues early in the season. I had swelling before the All Star break. I feel good now. That's why he was running like that." He's not. He's like, "Yo, I'm not retiring. Why are y'all giving me all this stuff? Why y'all stopping the game?" You talking can't to about have it? two farewell tours. But, but you, I, you also can't like when they put you in the All Star game. For no reason, you definitely can't come <laughs> he back. You can't after come that. back. You can't come back. I understand, though, there's an element that he wants to see the unicorn That's blossom what it is. and grow. It's just like something it's just special. starting to get fun in Dallas. Like, we're just starting to get good. We got a couple <laughs> stars now. We got Luca here. Like, this is just starting to get good. Also, Mark will give me like $10 million. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't mind if Dirk is your 15th man. That's never a real problem. No. Is it? No. 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 Dirk, Dirk will be fine if he if he comes back. I don't know. It kind of taints the first. He can't come back. Assistant coach. Player coach. There's some. We got a question mm. that's hard for me. Oh, hard for you. This is it's very hard wow. for me. This is from, he went to Jared. Shout out. Ryan, are you ready to admit LeBron isn't the best player in the league anymore? Yep. This, this is, is absolutely crazy to say that LeBron James is not the best player in the league anymore. Just because what? you didn't feel like Thank playing, you, you didn't feel like playing, and little brother beats you. You know, at the end of the day, you're like, little brother, anytime I want to turn it on, KD, little brother Thank Giannis, little you. brother James Harden, anytime I turn, I Thank feel you. like it, yes. I will beat you. Thank you. So Thank Le- you. 
LeBron James, by far, still undoubtedly, if you hadn't seen it, is still the best player in the league. I agree. I agree. There's, and there's a part of me, though, I'm a LeBron stan. Like, like, I love the game of basketball, and I love the way that he plays the game of basketball. Mm-hmm. I watch a lot of Lakers because I am a LeBron stan. I will say, he is still the best player in the league, but the gap is closing. It might be the injury. He's a little slower, obviously less explosive, settles for threes a lot more than he used to in his career, and doesn't yeah. shoot him at a great clip. Nope. But... If I were the Lakers, I'd be like, he's still going to be excellent the fourth year of this four-year contract. See, the difference is LeBron chooses to shoot deep threes. It's not because he has to. It's because he's saving his knees. He's old and he gets he, tired. Well, yeah. he's saving his legs. But if there's certain guys that that's the only shot they can get off. LeBron James can bully his way to the rim at any given night and any given time. Watch the playoffs last year. Just look at his playoff performance last year. What he put together in the playoffs last year was just un. No one's ever done a run like that. Never in the playoffs. Never. And, then, and that's when he's trying. That's when he's. That's when he's in his fifth gear. What we're looking at now is him in third gear. Do you think he wants to make the playoffs? Of yes. course. It, it, you know, it's funny you say that because logic you can say you can look at it and say LeBron, shut it down. Wait till you get some help. Save your legs. Don't waste another minute. Can't do that. But even though LeBron James loves to wear cardigans. And he's he's a you know a free spirited guy, and you know he's he's not gonna die trying. He's not gonna live or die trying. It's not his mentality. He's still tough as nails. Mm-hmm. And it's funny that people say LeBron James is soft. He's soft. Who's, who said that? There's a lot of they, they, he's soft because he's not Jordan. Because he's yeah. not gonna punch his teammates. He's not gonna oh, yeah. he's not gonna oh, do right. the Kobe Bryant. Nice. And you know, no. LeBron James is very tough. As a matter of fact, whenever LeBron James wants to turn it on and off, he can turn it on. So to say that this guy would just not want to make the – it's not realistic. I think that if in his heart of hearts, he's like, me against the Warriors, I got a shot. In his heart Wouldn't of hearts, you? he's like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, <laughs> like if you look at some of the rosters he's gone toe-to-toe with the Warriors with, they're not that much better than what he's working with right now in Los Angeles. Listen, the Warriors, they're not bulletproof anymore. Still the favorites for the championship. I'm not putting anyone ahead of them, but I will say they're not bulletproof. So it's not just the clear cut conclusion that you can't, you don't have a shot. You don't look, see, I used to look at the Warriors before when playing them. We can't do nothing with them. They won the championship already. You pretty much mm. hailed them. Mm. But these Warriors right now, there are opportunities. If you th- look at the Warriors last two championships, Two years ago, remember that Clay Thompson game six mm. in Oklahoma City? Yep. Like, they really had no business winning that game or that series. Last year, against the Rockets, you know, 27 straight missed threes or whatever. Like, they kind of had no business winning that series either. Like, these have not been clean sweep championship runs. I don't want to say they had no business because there's a reason that Chris Paul pulled his hamstring because they made him do more than he was ready to do, you know, and it was just but going to Chris happen. Paul, they should have won. The Rockets should have won that game seven. Uh, I'm not going to go that far. I'm not. Gonna, but oh, the I'll gap is closing. Their bench is not what it used to be. Boogie Cousins still has not had playoff minutes. Has not mm. had a game in which. Themes will attack him every single play, play in oh, and play yeah. out. Oh yeah, when you just when you boogie. Oh, who's covering? Who's boogie covering? Pick and roll. Who's Draymond, boogie covering? Pick yep. and roll. Who's boogie covering? Pick and roll. Up oh, now, boogie's out the game. That's Some, what's gonna happen. Somehow, my man Draymond Green will not look at the three point line, Whoa. and it's, it's 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 getting worse and worse. I, no one's you know, really talking about it because everyone loves Draymond so much, but like he's having a bad year. You know what's crazy though? A bad. Year. What's crazy though? Yep. 
Young Draymond, that was a scouting report. Don't guard him. He's not a player. You know, make him beat us. All, right, all that scouting report said, make him beat us. You know what Draymond did? He showed not just my teams. He showed the rest of the NBA. I will beat you with the three ball. Yes. And he developed something special. Now he's somewhat like reverting back. Like he doesn't even look at the rim. And when he looks I at think it, in one of the game sevens of the finals, he hit like four threes or something. Yeah. Remember he got hot against Cleveland. He's yeah. so hot that he shoots a setback and he yes. smiles. Yeah, yeah, Yo, yeah. What happened? I don't know. Where'd that go? We always say we get the people what they want. If you call 985-80-Jalen, you can leave us voicemails and we'll play them on the show just like this. Shout out to Reg. Hey, what's up? Jalen and Jacoby. First of all, I want to pay homage to my boy Reggie, and um, I'm just let you know, Reggie, Javoy uh, is trying to get on the podcast. I ain't worried about TV, so I'm trying to get a podcast because we got a real problem going on, and I'm trying to solve it. I, um, I'm an older male. I am in my late 20s. I'm 29, and I got a girl that I'm working with. You know, she she's all the above. Damn near, I'm ready to marry her. But I, you know, I'm a Christian man, so you know, I ain't about that fornication. Porn- before before that ceremony, and so I want to get you guys' opinion on if you were me in my position, and in, and and with working with the tools that I have, I don't have a um, a lot of of real estate going on downstairs, and it's a an insecurity of mine. It, it's kind of a being a black man, it's oxymoron, but it, it's on the smaller scale of things, if you will. But my personality is just like so much that, you know, it just takes over. And so I just wanted to see if you guys have some advice for me. I really like this girl. You know, I, I, I might, might as well even go ahead and say I love her, that gummit. You know, I need some help. I, I don't, I don't want to ruin it with, with my tiny tools. And so how can I make the ocean and the motion of the ocean really work for me if even that's a thing? Real guidance is needed. Love you guys. Hey, stay blessed. Success, not less, baby. First of all, big shout to you. Just for a call. I understand why you didn't give your name and where you're from. I understand that. Big shout to you for calling and being honest. We appreciate your honesty and your openness, and we're always here to help. Here's a couple things I want to say. Number one, part of maturity, something I've learned in my adulthood, is judge people for the decisions that they make. You know? Judge people for the decisions that they make. You didn't choose for that to be the case, as you say, lack of real estate downstairs. You didn't choose for that to be the case. That's just something that happened to you. And if this woman is worthy of your love, she will not judge you for a decision that you did not make. Now, I don't want to get into too many details as to how you can keep her happy, but there's a lot of ways. A lot of ways. Mr. Hollins, shout out. To my fellow legend, man. Because this man right here is a legend, okay? He's a legend. He's got the integrity. I like that you said fellow legends like you're a legend, too. I saw that. I, saw that. I like that. I there like are, that. there are legendary Boss moves. Boss legendary Boss moves Boss go on. Boss but listen, my my brother. Be you. Be honest. Stay true to your God and your integrity. Mm-hmm. Don't change for any. Because I tell you one thing. More than the motion in the ocean or the whatever you, whatever you got you want to call it. If your woman loves you and she's down for you. She ain't going nowhere if she's really the one. And when you're talking about marrying somebody, like this is uh, one of my boys, Kevin Wilds, actually brought this to my attention. It's like when you're really in a relationship, you're actually in the act of coitus like Mm. 1% of the time. Mm. You got to find, if you're talking about spending the rest of your life with somebody, you got to have somebody you can spend the other 99% of your time is important as well. Big shout to you. Appreciate your honesty and openness. Shout out. 
Let's listen to another voicemail, Reg. What up, though? Dylan Jacoby. Shout out, Reg. Shout out. Sean Malcolm. Anderson, South Carolina. Hey, I'm a big Knickerbockers fan. I'm sitting here this morning listening to y'all talk about KD and Kyrie. And I'm sitting here wondering, what happened? What about getting Kimball Walker and KD? Or what happened about Dennis Smith Jr.? Like, he ain't out there balling right now. Can't we just sign another marquee free agent? Dennis Smith Jr., KD, and another piece. Give me what you think. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to our amazing staff. One. Shout out to you, Sean Malcolm and Anderson, South Carolina. You make a really good point. I think Shout that, out. you know, New Yorkers like headlines and we like big splashy things and we like superstars and KD and Kyrie and Zion being in MSG is something that people look at. But you shoot for the stars, a lot of times you end up on the moon. Yeah. And Kemba Walker's available. Do you know who else I could see in the, in the playing MSG next year? No one's talking about Jimmy Butler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not a given that he's going to end up in Philadelphia. He could be there. Um, I do think KD's coming though. Here's the reality. I, I, I give it, I give it 80, 20, 80% KD's in Nick. Really? 20% he stays in Golden State. 80%. 80, 20, and it depends on how there's, the season ends. One thing about him is I feel like he's just, his decision making is unpredictable. It's a little bit, it's a little more unpredictable than LeBron James, who I feel sort of like a businessman is very like, like, you know, studied and calculated about everything that he does. KD, I think is a little more whimsical. Like I don't, like I don't think he knew he was going to the Warriors until he decided to go to the Warriors. Well, one thing you can take from his past decisions is how the season ends mm-hmm. and how New York assembles also. Oh, but New York, New York has to be not just an attractable market because there's no place new like New York, but he has to have somebody come with him. And the reason that Kyrie would be the front runner, why? Because if you're not first, you're last. And if you're not aiming for a championship or it's not realistic, why? Why would Kevin Durant never come? Being the sixth seed in the East, if you're Kevin Durant after leaving the Warriors, is not something you're looking for. But here's a question no. for you, Ryan Hollins. Is it more likely that he stays with the Warriors if they win the championship or if they lose the championship? More likely if they win. Because that it's hard to rationalize winning a championship, doing everything you can imagine, and leaving. I cannot think, honestly, you got to help me here. One guy that's left... After winning a championship, oh, no, not a star player. Star players star don't leave. Star player, no. The star players harder, but there's the, like there's starters. The and role, role players, players yeah. go get more money, money. Yeah, from yeah, yeah. A, a Utah, or Portland, or somewhere else, but they don't leave. I can't think not of the a stars. star player that led the team to a championship and then left the next year. Doesn't happen. Well, KD's trailblazing. I want to thank everybody for listening to the podcast. Don't forget, 2 p.m. on ESPN2 every single day. We have the television show. You can DVR that. And also subscribe to the podcast, rate and review us on iTunes. Really appreciate you, Ryan Hollins, for coming through. Shout out, Reg. One of the best to do it. Ryan Hollins, follow him on social and his show, The Bounce, on Yahoo Sports. Boop, boop. We'll be back on Monday. Why is that, KRS? Done. We're not done. When I talk, I said, give the people time. Give people what they want. They're my little guys. I love them. Speaking of the hobbits, let's talk about LeBron. All I care about is my nipples. Seriously.